Welcome back to the Media Marketing Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about podcasting your brand. So what is a podcast? Well, you're listening to this one, so you probably know what it is. But essentially, um, a podcast is a modern blog. Um, Back in the 90s, early 2000s, people were writing blog posts to establish their thought leadership, to create a community, to share ideas and knowledge with other people within that community. So now you can do it through the audio form, which for someone who has a little bit more personality, who has comfortability speaking, who has good charisma, uh, that's where a podcast really helps them thrive. It's more intimate than reading because the audio is going right into someone's ear, whereas reading has a little bit more work. You have to be focused, and you can't be reading while you're uh, driving in the car. You can't be reading while you're sitting at your desk. Uh, or Yeah, but, uh, but you can. Potentially, I've done this. You can read and walk, and you can read while exercising. Uh, but only certain exercises, whereas a podcast you can listen to pretty much anything. And they yes, they do have underwater headphones to be able to listen while you're swimming if you'd like. <laughs> um, yeah, and they're becoming a lot more popular today, easy to access. And uh, to be an early adopter now, um, well, I don't know if you're too much of an early adopter. There's so many. But to do it now rather than wait five years, three years, uh, things are moving quickly. So, uh Now's the time. So we're going to be breaking down in this episode who should make a podcast and who's your audience, what is a podcast and what to talk about, when, so that's frequency, where, uh, the different platforms, why you should do it, so that's your who, what, when, where, why, and then uh, talking about equipment briefly. Um, I don't like to get too hung up on equipment because at the end of the day, I think production is more important than having the latest gadgets, especially in the early stages where you're just trying to learn those systems and processes. Um, And then tips, things I've learned along the way, some common pitfalls that I would like to help you not go through (laughs) on your journey as you're doing all this. So anyway, let's cue the intro. Thank you for checking out the Media Marketing Podcast, a place where you can learn all things media and marketing related. Don't miss a beat in boosting your business and your brand. In each episode, you'll gain valuable insights, tools, and strategies to apply to your marketing efforts. And now your host, Brian Cargill. All right, so starting off with who. Who should uh, make a podcast? Um, I think anyone who has... A little bit of expertise in something should definitely have a podcast, whether you're five years into your career, 10 years. Um, you have knowledge and things that you had to overcome, and making that journey a little bit easier for the per- people coming up behind you is huge, or just sharing knowledge or uh, sharing things that are up-to-date with the industry, um, giving pe- being a resource of latest news and happenings, or just best practices that you've learned um, can help the community, can help the world. So who is your audience? I think um, it's not as important to get caught up in defining your audience specifically in the beginning, uh, mainly as someone starting out just because uh, a lot of people think, yeah, everyone is my audience right off the bat. And I think you'll find that that's not the case as you keep uh, diving deeper into certain subjects. You know, for example, this podcast, my my audience 
isn't everybody. It is people that are in the marketing field who are looking to continue to build tools um, and have the resources to implement some strategies into their own um, marketing plans, um, as well as small business owners, people trying to do it on their own, um, trying to learn those skills, individuals that are trying to develop their personal and professional brand. That's where uh, this podcast comes in, uh, comes in hand. Um, but yeah, trying to define and be really segmented, it can go a long way in the early stages if you, if you hone in on what you want to do, but, um, I don't think it's as necessary to, um, completely dive into it. Cause I think that can be a hindrance to a lot of people. They might be afraid to start because they said, Oh, I don't want to talk about this because my audience not, might not like it. I would say, um, start producing content first and then start to refine things later on. Um, next is what? So what are the topics of interest? What are the things that you want to talk about? Um, then this is the time where it's okay to start dreaming big about what are the different things that you'd like to cover? Um, and what are things that are happening within your industry? Um, what are the tips and tools that you can provide to people that it will give them advice, that will give them, you know, success in what they're trying to do? Um, from my experience, it's important to kind of segment uh, what it is that you want to talk about. Uh, I think some people have a lot of things that they want to say that fall in di- into different categories. Um, such as, you know, maybe you have advice that you want to dispense um, about your industry, but then you want to talk about something personal or your other side interests. And what happens here is you start to confuse your listeners, the people that signed up because they, you want to make things as easy as possible and as direct. Um, so if you start, start going over different in, in, interests that are outside of what your audience wants to listen to, you'll have some people that might stick around, but the success rate um, drops quite a bit uh, when you start going into these different avenues that just aren't of interest to that person. So to find someone that actually fully aligns with all the things that specifically that you like uh, is, is hard to do. So sticking to one train of thought, sticking within um, one advice column, or if it's just personal, sticking just to that, or if you have a specific interest, whether that's, oh, I don't know, basketball, or um, a a specific video game, or if you're talking about a service or a um, professional value add that you have for your clients, that's where um, just staying to one thing. And then if you do want to talk about other things, build out other channels. So that way you have that flexibility, especially with someone like myself who has a, the creative mind um, or just like different things that I'm interested in that I'd like to talk about. Um, segmenting those is, is huge for your audience and getting people just to know what they're signing up for. Um, and then on that same vein, uh, don't do a personal channel unless you it's purely for fun. And mainly that's because... Uh, a personal channel, being someone that's in the spotlight, that's gonna kind of be a flash in the pan. You can only, if you do have success, you know, you think about all the personalities that we've seen that uh, someone has risen to fame, and then you don't hear about them anymore. Things that come to mind is like Logan Paul, or um, you know, even some of these other personalities like Casey Neistat. They um, 
the only way you can stay relevant is if you continually produce content. And those are both YouTubers. Um, there's a handful of others, uh, TV celebrities, um, musicians, comedians, uh, all these guys. They kind of come and go because it's hard to stay fresh all the time. People always want something new. But if you build out a professional podcast where you talk about your thought leadership, um, that has a little bit more longevity and you're providing value rather than entertainment where entertainment has its time and place, but um, people want new entertainment all the time. Whereas it comes to knowledge, um, people reflect back on old knowledge. You know, think about all these books that have stood the, t uh, the test of time that people continually go back to to uh, you know, get ideas to learn and, uh, you know, just kind of process those things. All right, so when should you uh, post? I would say uh, this is another thing that people get really hung up on, provide because your production schedule is, one, going to change with your own um, set of circumstances, and then, two, you're still figuring things out. There's a learning curve to all the different aspects of creating a podcast, from planning to production to posting and on all the follow-up promotional stuff around it. So you're going to find there's certain things that you're better at, some things that you're not as quite as good at, and um, adjusting time for all of those different variables, giving yourself a buffer of a database of pre-recorded podcasts for your, uh, your scheduling. But, um, yeah, just having a, a handful of episodes at the beginning is essential. And then from there, uh, once you kind of have a good you know, 5 to 10, 15 episodes, figuring out some kind of cadence is going to um, give your audience something that they can look forward to with each episode. Um, so if you post on a Wednesday or a Friday or a Saturday, um, just keeping that consistent and you can always move it down the road so if you get if Wednesdays just don't work after your trial and error uh, maybe Thursdays work better or Monday because then you have all weekend to edit but just taking those different um, considerations into account when you're um, you know creating so that's when and then where where are you, where are you going to post a podcast you can post on iTunes Spotify Stitcher um, I've even seen people take their podcast and they put the full length on YouTube. Um, it's getting really popular to create segments about something. Uh, maybe you do a hot take on something within your podcast and just having the, the five, ten minutes live there and uh, getting people excited. And then they become a follower once they find that one little nugget. They want to listen to what else you have to say. I like to use anchor.fm to share um, that uh, third party. They will... Um, put your podcast on all these other channels for you, which is really nice. Um, next for the podcast, why? Um, well, it helps build your personal brand. Um, and then, you know, think think for yourself, well, what is your mission? What do you want to try to do with your podcast? Are you trying to help people? Are you trying to prove a point? Are you trying to convince some people of something? Um why why is it that you want to do it and that's going to help you get through all the different hard times of building a podcast and um you know another why intrinsically will be that it helps you build your personal your professional brand and your credibility um and then also thinking within the why realm is why should your audience list, listen what are they going to be getting from it that um, they can't get anywhere else and what makes you unique uh, I'm not saying that in a, a negative way, uh, you know, why should you, but um, just thinking and uh, putting yourself in their shoes, what are they going to be taking away? What will they be able to do um, 
to implement the strategies and the ideas that you've given them into their own uh, day-to-day lives and their careers. All right, so that's all our W's. And then for equipment, I think a lot of people, I mentioned this earlier, get very hung up on having the latest equipment or having the right things. And in your early stages of anything, people are very forgiving. They understand that, okay, you might not have access to the best resources. So doing what you can with what you have is is something you got to do at the grassroots level when you're bootstrapping it. Um, for me, in my early stages of doing podcasting, I like to use a field recorder. Um, the benefits of a field recorder is that it's portable. It's on the go. So if you want to do an interview, you don't have to always have someone come to your office or come to your location. You can meet them there. You can go out and uh, to a coffee shop. It gives you that flexibility. I use the Zoom H4n. Now they have a 6, and there's rumors of a 7 coming out. Uh, but the Zoom series is nice. But honestly, if you go online, and uh, any device that is designed specifically for audio uh, is going to work. Um, trying to use your phone or trying to use a video camera, um, they will work, but having something that is actually built with the audio in mind is going to just produce uh, so much better quality overall. Um, yeah, you can get these adapters for your phone, and if you are on a, on a low budget, getting a little uh, microphone adapter for... You know, I think they see it. I've seen them as low as five ninety nine, ten dollars, but it's worth it to pay fifty hundred dollars because you're gonna have it for a long time. Um, and just making that initial investment, you're not gonna feel bad about spending too much um, because you're gonna use it. And maybe the more that you spend, the more likely you are to, to stick with it. Um, I'd recommend getting a device that has an SD card slot. So a lot of these, some of these are field recorders. Um, all the memory they have is just within that device. I would get one that has an SD card slot because um, then you can always upgrade the amount of memory it'll hold. You can instead of you know two gigabytes, you can bump that up to eight or sixteen, thirty-two. Um, and then if you ever wanted to, you can swap out memory cards or you can hand it off to someone that wants to edit. Um, that just gives you a lot more flexibility rather than the whole device itself, which can max out or you have to uh, refresh it every time. Um, those SD cards are, are really good to have on hand. Um, so that's a recording device. Uh, microphone, I like to use a, a lav mic when I'm out in the field. A lav mic is just the, those little tiny ones that clip onto your shirt, have a wire that attach into the device. Um, those are great for blocking out the sound uh, in, in a noisy room. It's going to be right close to your um, your mouth, so you're going to get good quality. The only downside is they are a smaller microphone, so they're not going to pick up as much bass or have as much of a fullness in their sound, even though lava mics are getting pretty good. Um, but until you know they're absolutely perfect, um, there's nothing that really beats your traditional podcast mic. Um, so yeah, I think that's what also makes podcasting pretty exciting is that the equipment is pretty simple. You have your recording device, and then you have a computer to edit it. So um, really, any computer works well. Uh, I think people within the Mac world, you can use GarageBand to edit. Audacity is a free program that you can download online. And I'm going to add a list. Uh, of, I'm going to put a link in the description with like a list for beginners, um, different equipment that you can use. Um, yeah, so those are the three things. And then the software is 
um, or not the software, but for sharing it out, use uh, I like using Anchor. So that's a good one that gets you gets it everywhere. Um, and so the equipment is one side of it, but another big aspect of a podcast is you want to make sure you have an outline. You have a you have some content planning um, because you don't want to just come up to a podcast and start talking unless it's a subject that you know absolutely like the back of your hand um having a a set of bullet points that you're going to go through that you're going to talk about um is going to allow uh your audience to get the most value out of what it is that you're talking about so in the early stages thinking about just content uh you can dream storm <laughs> you can just start thinking about what is it that uh you know get all of your thoughts out there what are all the most key fundamental things that your audience needs to be able to be successful and what it whatever it is that you're talking about um and then trying to think of a map of okay what how should i lay out this information in a way that makes the most sense to my audience that's going to be easy for them to follow for them to get some good value for them to be able to uh, stay along with you on the on the ride as you keep develop developing and building upon your curriculum i guess for a better term as a as you're teaching people what it is uh that you want to you know help them learn and get better at and then also starting to think about guests. Um, having a guest on a podcast can help you um, not have to come up with all the answers. Allows you to have some a little bit of banter, some personality, bounce ideas off of someone else, and you can kind of catch each other while while you're speaking. So if someone kind of runs out of their train of thought, the next person can interject and help carry the conversation. Um, so as you're building your podcast, just start asking people, start having those conversa- conversations saying, oh, I have a podcast. Uh, would you be interested talking about whatever it is, X, Y, and Z that you talked about in the conversation that you had with them? Um, I've, I found that that goes a long way. And people are generally pretty excited to be on a podcast because, one, you're putting all the focus on them. So they get, they get to talk about themselves. You get to ask all the questions. Two, it helps continue uh, to establish their thought leadership in the industry and um three it's just like concise messaging they're helping the community helping your community as well as building their own the the next one is what have i learned along the way that i can share with you to help you uh not go through the same challenges that i went through is um yeah do the best with what you can do do or do what you can with what you have um, if you only just have an iphone i know i mentioned that it, it's not specifically designed for audio but just starting to build things out uh, with an iPhone or with a, the microphone that's built into your computer, yeah, it's not going to be the best, but you're going to uh, learn right away is, is if this is going to be something you want to do for the long run. So making the it'll help you decide if you do want to make the investment into the higher quality equipment. And you should see right away, once you do make that investment, man, that was totally worth it. Um, but, yeah, that's that's what life's about is like, you know, you got your own set of circumstances, own set of uh, things, tools at your disposal, and what can you do today um, that will help you tomorrow. Uh, I think another good tip is being easy on yourself, uh, especially in the beginning, because there's so much of a learning curve. Um, usually, we build up in our minds that things are going to be a lot harder than they actually are, um, and so we procrastinate and put it off. And but. <laughs> That's not always the worst thing. Um, sometimes it's necessary to wait and let things mull over and think about things in your mind before going live um, because that, that mulling over process allows you to produce just a better quality product, better content at the end of the day.
Um, the other one is ask people you know or people that, who know you for ideas and <laughs> or their feedback. And trust me, people will have their thoughts about your podcast. They will uh, sometimes unsolicited you know, unbeknownst uh, to you, you they just start telling you, oh, I think you could do this. I could think you could do, do that for next time. And that's because people feel invested. They've invested their time and their energy to listening to what you have to say. So they want to see it, your podcast do well. They want it to be a successful um, piece that they can feel comfortable sharing with others and be excited to be part of the community, be a part of the journey as you're building out each of these episodes. And again, um, seg- segmenting uh, useful information is huge. So breaking down what it is you're going to be talking about, making it easy to digest. You really are a teacher <laughs> when you're doing a podcast. So this is a, your mini prep for becoming a professor when you're, you're speaking into a microphone to an audience. Last but not least, how do you get um, promotion around your podcast? Um, because, yeah, that's, that's one as- aspect is not only – building the channel and all the content, but then promoting it because that also plays into your brand. The more people see that you at least have a podcast, it builds into your credibility and that you're working towards something and that you're not just a you know person that just um, does their job, but you also share your ideas with others and you want to help the community and build an audience. So promotion, um, you can use Facebook, I think is a, a good community where you can build up a Facebook group add people that are of that like interest, like-minded, uh, you know, group segment, and then, uh, building up Instagram, you can create a post that has audio on it. Um, that could be a static thing, but again, Instagram is a visual platform. So, uh, podcast might not be the best place to live there but having that channel and at least directing people to your show um you know even if you send you know a handful of people there you're still directing traffic to your uh, your podcast which is what you want at the end of the day um we talked about youtube so you can create your entire you can post your entire episode there but then you can also break it into sections so if there's a uh, something really interesting that you talked about, you can break that into a five-minute segment and see if that has some virality to it. That um, people are like, oh, that you know, especially if you're talking about something that's relevant to today's um, you know lo- news landscape, some new kind of technology that's been um, put on the market. Any of your thoughts um, about relevant uh, news? Uh, it will be you know has a chance to get seen by a good amount of people. Uh, another way of promotion is answering questions on Quora. You can go on to, that's Q-U-O-R-A. Going on Quora, you can uh, answer a question, and then as long as it's in your bio, you have uh, links to your podcast. People will see that, oh, this person was knowledgeable. Oh, and they have a podcast? I want to listen to that. Um, will be the mindset of, of someone that's uh, of a benefiting from your answer. Next one is um, taking the audio, and you can put that into. Uh, you can convert the text into a transcript and making that into a blog post, or you can actually put the audio itself into the blog post, which makes it this uh, more interactive document that if maybe someone can only read to so far, but then they can listen to the rest of the the article with the, the audio version uh, when they when they're on the run. Um, next for promotion is putting your podcast on your business card. So that way people will go to it right away, or at least people are 
knowledgeable that you have one um, and maybe you hand out your business card and they're like oh you have a podcast and then it can spark a whole nother set of conversation um, and people are usually interested because they're an exciting it's an exciting platform right now um, you know blogs were, were cool but you know I think people are like oh okay you can be a writer but you know like I mentioned earlier your podcast is your personality and if someone met you and they liked you right away then they're probably going to like your podcast because they you know got along with your personality next is uh, placing your podcast on a website um that's just another way to direct people over there even if your podcast is on itunes having something that clicks over from your your website over to uh itunes or spotify wherever your podcast lives is a good way to get people to go click over there the other one is um a facebook page um just something that you can boost um with content or actually paid advertising um and yeah on all of these channels instagram youtube you can pay for advertising to get more visibility but at the end of the day i would imagine most people are listening to this podcast are bootstrapping it and so trying to do it on a budget um if you don't have the means to be able to um, push the content, you can just create valuable content that people are excited to listen to that has that meets a certain benchmark that is a rep- good representation of your brand and your personality. Um, you're going to go far and staying consistent and uh, allowing yourself three to five years to build something up. And I know that sounds like a long time, but if you build up these systems in place that, you know, hey, on this day, I'm going to be mapping out what I want to explain on this day I'm going to do the recording this day I'm going to do the editing you can try to do it all in one day it's very exhausting and time consuming but it's doable so and that might work better for some people so I think maybe down the road I might uh, in another episode talk about uh, building up processes um, streamlining things so that way um, (laughs) what's cool is if you have a, a good system in place you're going through the motions. It doesn't feel like you're getting much done. But then at the end of six months, you look back and you're like, whoa, I actually accomplished so much because of the system and these little small habits and incremental wins that I had daily um, through that progress um, is huge. So hopefully that's given you guys uh, somewhat of a snapshot into uh, building a podcast Um, why it's important, um, some tools and tips that you might have along the way. There will be some good links in the show notes. Um, If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me at info at briancargill.com. I love to talk about podcasting. Even if you have an idea or if you need help, I can um, be an editor for your podcast or be a consultant. You can bounce ideas off of me to see if that's going to stick, if that's going to resonate with your audience, or just refining your message, uh, all those things take time it can be challenging in the early stages so i'm happy to be a resource to you all right that wraps it up podcasting your brand that's a wrap